the Whole My Bread Podcast, brought to you by SoftBank, a bank that sucks. Here's your host, Matt Backus. It's me, Matt Backus, and your other host. Coming to you live from Bushwick, Brooklyn, it is Joel Walkowski. What's up, Gluten Gang? Welcome to Hold My Bread. Eee, how you doing, Breadheads? It's time to Carbo Load. Welcome to the show. New episode. We're coming in a little late. I was sick on Saturday. It was a bad day, so we recorded a little late, but we're here. I was all ready to record. I, I saw the Saturday sun shining over the East River, and I thought... It's time to record the world's only finance comedy podcast. But then, alas. You know, Matt texted me. He was sick. He had the flu. He was sputtering like a broken milkshake machine. Oh, boy. I was shell. Call me McDonald's because I'm out of service, you know? Oh, boy. Uh, but I'm good now. We're here. Uh, the Pacers beat the Pistons a couple days ago. Remember that? Two and one yeah. season record. Yeah. yeah okay. Too many comics talk yeah. when talk about sports on podcast. For the I'm just saying. I don't even like sports. I'm just Honestly, saying. Real life, I don't even <laughs> like sports. I looked at my bets. Uh, I've lost every week of the I'm NFL season. Hey, except one week I made $18. So that's about that. 112 to 106. Pacers win. That's I don't all. even care. All I care about is that Luke Kennard scores points and Luke Kennard got 24. So we're here to talk Stocks. Yeah, and I'm also here to say that my girlfriend is a liar. Um, yesterday, I gave my dog a bath. I asked her to walk the dog today. She said she did walk the dog, but I noticed when I got home from work, toiling for this woman, that the dog was not wearing a collar. <gasps> uh oh. How can the dog be walked if it doesn't have a collar? I know my dog. Yeah, Tilly took it off herself. <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. she took it off. She hung it up on a hook. <laughs> yeah. So she has some questions to answer. Tilly, did you go on a walk yesterday? No, I did not. <laughs> See, I knew it. I knew you did not. <laughs> yeah, she's got a, a, a deep baritone. She's the most <laughs> beloved member of her barbershop quartet. <laughs> yeah, she's the rock that he puts together. So let's talk money. As of today, hold my bread. We are on episode eight. Mm-hmm. This is, is gone from the $0 podcast to the $500 podcast. To the 800 And today... What are we at currently? Welcome to Hold My Bread. Bread the $967.14 podcast. We are growing. And we're up even though we have one of the worst trades you could possibly make right now. But what can you do? First episode, I was coming in hot. I was really excited. I was. We're learning a lot yeah, as we go on. Absolutely. But episode one, I bought Slack stock. It's tanking. They're owned by SoftBank, who also has a big stake in Uber and WeWork. Like, they have all the terrible stocks right yeah. now. Yeah. Yeah. They have a real grab bag of shit. And they're gonna Slack. We need to find a way to like kind of hedge our bet or get out of it. Maybe we can talk to. Uh, Xavier plays an option. Yeah, maybe, perhaps, short the company. And uh, so, Beck, thank you. A lot of you guys reached out about Xavier's episode. We learned a lot about options, and I think you'll recall at the end of the episode, we placed an options trade. Yes, that's how, that was a big part of the episode. We did it live on the podcast. He helped us. He guided us through it. And we love our favorite stock, Ameren. Um, even though I'm not sure how it's pronounced. Like, I'll bring it up to business people and they'll be like, Amarin. Yeah, or Amarin. And you're like, ah, or uh, what? Well, I, I'm, I'm from Michigan. Being from Michigan, you so- somehow sound like you're a Jewish woman from Long Island and a fat guy from Chicago. All <laughs> so, one. Yeah. You have both, so I have the Michigan A's. I, I drink milk. I eat bagels. Bagels. That's what I do, baby. So And I invest in Amarin. Yes. So Ameren's Big up. Day. So we we put a twenty dollar hedge to earn. To, uh, we put a twenty dollar option to win a hundred and fifty dollars. You you don't say win in stock market. Nah, it's all winning. <laughs> we put down twenty dollars on this option that it will hit eighteen by Friday. Eighteen fifty, I think, right? Or was it no, 18, eighteen? Eighteen flat. on the dot. And it was going to hit. Um, Ameren is one thing. It's a skyrocket. Uh-huh. And Robinhood canceled the option. Why did they do this to us? We just got a form email that they canceled it, and... There's no reason why? It vanished into the ether. It would have hit. It would have put money into our pockets. But, you know, every time I I think I'm making money, you don't... You you can't count it. That's the one time you don't make money. When you think you're... When you think it's in your pocket already. Yeah, that's when you're done. Every bet I've lost ever is, like, me thinking it's going to hit. Yeah. 
Um, yeah, it's surprising. Well, and then what? Just yesterday we were texting, and it's up. They're up twenty four percent in a day. Yeah, it's up to twenty one dollars and sixty five cents. It touched twenty two dollars today, and it is. We bought it at fourteen oh eight. Yes. And tomorrow the drug you can't buy. It's coming. This episode's coming out on Thursday morning. Yeah, so this Thursday morning, the, the stock will be frozen because they're doing a test for the FDA. Um, and if the test goes uh, positively, uh, I think the stock is going to pop even harder. Yeah, you know, I'll be watching that frozen stock market yeah. ticket, ticker tomorrow, praying that a rat doesn't get a heart attack. Spiked 23.8% on Tuesday after the FDA released uh, these documents for a meeting with Wall Street analysts. How, 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 what do they do at an FDA test? Like it's a, it's a medical drug. So it's not like you see instant results. Like cholesterol is something that you lower with habits in, it happens over time. Like how do you affect whether or not a cholesterol medication works? Well, I would imagine they have like, uh, they, they break down the chemical compounds of the drug and see how much percentage of this is in there, how much percentage of that is in there. How, is this, is this, are these safe ratios that are safe together? I think I would imagine that's kind of what they're looking at. I don't know. I feel like that the fact that they announced it, like it, I feel like it's such a big, bloated, bureaucratic process, like really anything in this country, that it's already passed and it's going to do well. Yeah. Well, the back sto- uh, shares of Ameren have soared 53.9% so far this year after Tuesday's rally. They're almost, they almost hit a 52-week high recently. Like they're a couple do- like a dollar away from a 52-week high. Yeah. If they're like anyone I know, they'll hit their 52-week high when they see fish. <laughs> Um, Yeah, so I'm excited for that tomorrow. Um, It's, uh, you know, it's up in the air whether or not it's going to pass the test or not. But if it does, it could be big. Even if it doesn't, I don't think it's going to kill us. I think that stock is going to keep climbing and climbing. So Yeah, it'll offset the errors we made with Slack. But what can you do? Yeah. Um, But this is what you want for it. You want to be on the ground floor of something. And, like, generally speaking, it's exciting. Mm -hmm. Just to be a process. And it's hard to do. Yeah. It's very hard to do. This is my first big win in the stock market. It feels good. Like I was like out at a at a party on Saturday. It was a Friendsgiving. I was eating pumpkin pie. Mm-hmm. I was eating turkey. They gave me the turkey, like real sign of respect. Yeah, that's a big move. And my buddy, he went to Harvard Business School, mm-hmm. and I was able to talk business with him for thirty minutes. Nice. He was so stoked. That's I was in feeling. on this. Ameren stock. Yeah, he knew about it or he was just Yeah, he even knew how to pronounce it. So this guy, he's really educated. What did he have to say about it? He's like, oh yeah, it's good. Everyone's talking about it. They're reading words. Yeah, yeah, showing the color and all that. Absolutely. I love that. Um, That's great. Um, I was looking at, I think I'm going to buy us a share of AMD. We don't have any AMD in the podcast. We got a near personal one. And it's like AMD, it's like... I just want to get us one share for the pod. One share for the pod? One for the pod. Yeah, I guess so. But can we really stay with the Robin Hood app? Because they canceled our option that was going to hit. I know. That leaves a bad taste in my mouth, just like I'm drinking spoiled milk. Yeah. And Robin Hood, they're in some shit. Mm -hmm. So you know know what infinite leverage is? Um, I am not as familiar as you are. Yeah, infinite leverage is what I have over you because I have those pictures of you from college. (laughs) Joke's on you. I didn't go to college. (laughs) Sorry, community college. I didn't go to community college. (laughs) where you hung out because you couldn't get into community college because you're not a part of anyone's community. Exactly. Hey, I did get caught having sex in a bank parking lot once. Did you? I did. Yeah, I, I and Chase, when I was it was a, a Chase Bank parking lot. Shouts to Chase Bank. Yeah. Uh, they're referenced in probably my favorite joke of all time. So, and I use them. They're good. I wasn't allowed to have any bank accounts for like five years. Yeah, you weren't legally allowed. No, I, yeah. I, I was. Um, I fell for a fraud. Someone sent me a fake money order. Bank of America fulfilled it, and then I was blacklisted from every bank in the country but chase took a flyer on me so i'll always bank with them nice and you love the rockefellers david rockefellers love the rockefellers <laughs> yeah. they converted uh, bar harbor into acadia national park and if you're up in maine you can go ride a bike on the rockefellers carriage trails you can take a horse around the island all thanks to american wealth yes dun, 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 dun. Um, speaking of wealth um do you want to tell the people what you told me the other night about you ran into Ben Kissel, a buddy said. Yeah, yeah, I did run into 
Ben Kessel from last podcast on the left. He's a, you know, a friend from back in the day at the Creek and the Cave. And I told him about us wanting to talk to Martin Shkreli. We're, we're going to write another letter. Martin. Yeah. We still we will write a letter to Martin. Like I need to just, I'm going to do it Saturday morning. I'm going to relax. I'm really going to tell him about my life. But I was like, Oh, uh, we're going to do We're going to talk to Martin Shkreli on the bus. Like, well, he's a criminal. <laughs> yeah. That's why he's in jail. But you know what? He hasn't read up on Martin. Like I've read up on Martin. You're I right. know, I know, when you're in growing, you have that Croatian blood. You're just a little bit different. Croatia is a crazy right. place. Also, sorry, Ben. Sorry, he's not a murderer. Maybe she had killed someone to be more interested in him. Yeah. When I was in Croatia, <laughs> I found a, a cat in a garbage can. So I spent the whole day looking for a home for the cat. Well, it sounded like it had a home. It sounded like it lived in that trash can. It's not. It's a cat. It's not Oscar the Grouch. <laughs> the cat uh, all right. Fair I enough. was thinking the other day, if I were an alien... I would think, and I came to Earth, I would think that planes uh-huh. were just in charge of shit and that cats were like the primary residents. <laughs> or dogs. dogs. No, no, no. I, cats all over. Because you see cats, like they're wild, they're roaming everywhere. True. They're, they're in, they, we, they, we have a relationship with them. It kind of seems like we're sucking up to the cats from an outside view. True. It's like we're Egyptians. Yeah. If you go to worship them. Oh, man, I worship my dog. My cat can go to hell. I'm a thrower off the balcony. <laughs> yeah, your cat sucks. Yeah, she's awful. She'll yeah. cuddle up to you, then she'll just, like... Be mean. She, she'll bite you. She'll scratch you. It's like my ex-wife. You, you were married? <laughs> no, I was never married. Oh, I, th- I thought you, went, you met her in community college. <laughs> no, I actually met her when I was having sex in the bank parking lot. Man, I got I got caught having sex a couple times. Once in a parking lot, and once my dad walked in and he just went busted. <laughs> and we stopped, but he just stayed in the corner room going busted, busted, busted. <laughs> did he just stop until? You, did he just keep doing that until you guys put your clothes on? Yeah, he ha- I think it lasted for like. 45 minutes <laughs> when he was like you were busted and you're like no i did not bust yet yeah and yeah. you know who wasn't busted my nuts <laughs> what up though so infinite leverage that was robin hood when they weren't i think they spent too much time ruining ruining our portfolio because yep. there was an error in their app that allowed users who made a couple thousand dollar deposits mm-hmm. like it let's say you put two thousand dollars on robin hood okay you probably got hit by a car or something to have that money. Yeah, exactly. Yep. Wow, what a dream. I get hit by a car and I get two grand? <laughs> Absolutely. This is great. You really can have it all. Yeah, I'm the luckiest girl in the world. <laughs> so if you would buy a couple thousand dollars, like it kind of increases your credit on the site. Yeah. So if you're over a certain ratio, mm-hmm. you had you were able to use infinite leverage, buy on their credit, and take different Wall Street positions, mostly towards options trading. Yes, that's where we've learned all the money is. Yeah, but I think it's where the upside is. The right. money, you know, you dividends have a lot to right, offer, right, right. blue chip stocks, and like winning on a stock is an awesome feeling. Right. I feel like Wall Street is better than sports betting because like, unless you're like me, my first investment going into the lithium weed company, yeah. you usually don't lose everything. Right. It's very hard to do that. Unless you are like me and you invest in movie pass. Yeah. Or unless you're like me and you take investment advice from your basketball rival. <laughs> um, yeah. So what, uh, what happened with this infinite leverage? Was this multiple people? Was this one man? Well, you you know who it was. If some shit is going down in in with some Wall Street chicanery, yeah. If there's some hooliganism, you know it is most likely traced back to a single Reddit, Wall Street bet, which we love. We do love Wall Street bets. We go there every day, read up on what they're doing. But these guys, they're pretty aggressive traders. So, so you do. You can use what's called a margin to trade with increased buying power. So people, this guy, he deposited $2,000. It's the minimum you have to do to like reach their like elite platform. Man, you, you're investing money and you still have like membership clicks. Yeah. And he bought 100 shares of AMD. He sold and he got a call contract. And then he bought a little bit more. It doubled his buying power. He did it again, it doubled his buying power, and he just kept going it until he leveraged 
everything. He went 25 times his initial deposit because he had $2,000 in the bank. So he all he put in was two grand to lose, and then they kept giving him more and more and more and more and more to borrow. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And he was able. They executed these trades actually because Robinhood is an instantaneous app. So they all went out there, and a lot of these were options. So when the options didn't hit, all these guys who participated in the Reddit were now liable for the the money. Right. So there's this guy. There's this wonderful video of one of the guys from Wall Street Bets. Of course, like all funny videos, it's a front face and cam video. You see his portfolio, you see his face, and the value goes from $100,000 to negative 50. It's crazy. Wow, I haven't seen that. That's wild. I haven't seen that yet. I did see a post uh, that he had made on uh, on Wall Street Bets saying that he was going to have to go away for a while. Not go away, but he's going to have to be off the app for a while. And that uh, he is talking to an attorney and he's doing all this stuff and that he's not going to be done with the Reddit, but he has to step away. Uh, and that was the last post I read. So Yeah, they're calling it the Guh Hall of Fame because that's the sound the guy makes in the video. He Guh. loses money and goes, Guh. Guh. But so, wasn't there a guy that made a bunch of money off this too? Or am I... Yeah, but just like in high school, it's all about what the losers are doing. Yeah. So I know one guy, user would see 93 lost $190,000. Uh, I think that's the biggest. That was like literally within minutes. Absolutely. But you know what? I'm just thinking, hey, it's not my money. Yeah. I mean, hey, he kind of did Robin Hood a favor and was like, look, this is broken. Yeah, and like he deposited fifteen thousand dollars to do to make this trade. Hold on, my girlfriend's calling me. Uh, no. Hey, you're on Hold My Bread with uh, Joel Wachowski and Matt Backus. <laughs> <laughs> Hung up immediately. So now we know she's a liar. We know she didn't walk the dog. That is that's the behavior. Yeah, that's what we're gonna do. It's gonna be gotcha journalism. Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna hide stolen money in her purse and call the cops yeah. on her. Yeah. Do you want me to call her back on my phone? She you think she'll answer. take your call? No, absolutely not. But yeah, let's call her. Let's give it a try. Um, so what's, yeah, so these guys are in a lot of trouble. And so are we really going to maybe move our portfolio from, from Robinhood? No, absolutely not. Like in terms of like quick trading, like everyone else is like kind of clunky, hard to use. I like to just do it quick. I noticed you hung up on Joel. Yes, you're, you're on the yeah, podcast. you're live on Hold My Bread. Look, this is, I don't want to, I don't want to get you gotcha, but did you walk Tilly the other day? Yes, why? How did she get her leash off? Or her, how did she get her collar off? Uh, yeah, I don't know. I was in the apartment. I, I walked after our, our walk, and I was like, oh. And then I took it downstairs without the leash because I couldn't find the, the little piece to it. You know, the part where the, the little danglies hang off? And I was like, whatever, you're going down there without a leash. And so I took her down to the park without a leash. But then I found the piece today, but then I was too lazy to put it back on her. All right, well, that checks out. Yeah, yeah. Have you lied about anything else? Because <laughs> we've really just spent 20 minutes calling you a liar. No, we no, didn't. I did <laughs> Matt not. Matt especially. No, I didn't do that. You're breaking up. Wait, what did I do? Oh, no, we just thought you were a liar. Nothing. Joel just, no, no, I didn't. It's Ask fine. Ask her if she likes any stocks this week. Matthew, do you have any stocks? Are you, trying to get, are you trying to get me in trouble, Matthew? No, certainly not. Never would I ever. Uh, do you have any stocks you'd like to recommend this week? Um... I don't know. I just I think we should follow suit with my parents by taking all of our money out of Big Pharma. That's a big one. Fuck that, uh, dog. Yeah. We, we, we are we no. are Big Pharma. Yeah, almost, we, we have the, a bunch of the Amarin twins. Yeah, we have a bunch. Of, most of my money comes from biotech stocks and pharmacies. Well, well, only stocks okay. you're gonna be in are gonna be like a medieval prison. Yeah, because you're under arrest. <laughs> yeah, we're framing. Can you buy stocks in in, in private prisons? No, private. Yeah, you can if you're Michael Jordan. Yeah. Oh, shit. Oh, yeah, I heard about that. Got him. All right, I'm going to let you go. Okay. Bye. I mean, by the way, I bud-dialed I bud him. Oh, okay. Well, yeah, that's good. Okay. We're, we're glad you're alive. I'll see you at poker. All right, goodbye. We're not playing poker. That's illegal. Goodbye. Goodbye. <laughs> yeah, we've been trying to play poker all night. We had, like, a sick, like, backroom bowling alley game set up last night, and then we got busted. We, we did. couldn't play. Yeah, they were like, you can't do that. That's illegal. And we were like, yeah, but that's why it's cool, because it's illegal. And they were like, but you can't do it here. So, whatever. Um, 
Yeah. Well, so what what else do we have going on? We got AM- Well, I, I feel like the the kind the Wall Street bets is kind of getting a, a bad name for this story actually. I feel like they're just they're typical Reddit users, but I think some of them actually brought it to Robinhood's attention beforehand, and Robinhood didn't do anything about it. Really? And they were yeah. Robinhood was like, "We don't really care," and they were like, "We're gonna make you care." Well, it's just like it didn't it didn't become a priority for them, so then I, they the same community took advantage of it. I wonder if that's gonna help them in the court case where it's like, look, we they were informed about this and they chose not to do anything. Like if that's gonna help the person you know what I mean? If that's gonna help the people that did it. I don't know. If I that's don't think I works. don't think this is a criminal case. Like I think these guys are actually on the hook for the money they lost. I believe that a lot of them are like you know what? I don't care if I have to work or get out of debt. I'll be back in the options game sometime. Yeah. So options trading just does seem like addictive and dangerous, which is why. Just like gambling. Which is why I want to get more into it. We got to have Xavier <laughs> back on. We got to hang out with Xavier. Xavier liked us. He came to lunch with us. We did get lunch with him afterwards. Yeah. Well, he might be listening to this episode. We don't know. I hope so. I, I, I really respected that he was a Brooklyn Nets fan. Yeah. Yeah. Mr. What's that guy's name? Mr. Whammy. Mr. Fuck Mr. Whammy. Mr. Whammy. Mr. Whammy is a scam. I'll see you in hell, Mr. Whammy. Um, well, we, um, do you want to move on to the McDonald's story? This is, since we're recording a little late, we haven't covered this. The McDonald's CEO stepped down. I'm just shocked McDonald's has a CEO. I, I, I thought Ronald McDonald was elected for life. <laughs> Ronald McDonald is the Vladimir Putin of the fast food world. Why did the um, McDonald's CEO step down? Um, there did was, he just like realize what he was selling or? Well, you know, usually people don't step down for good reasons. Usually it's usually because it's like I've made a mistake. I've embarrassed my family and my mistress is dead. That sort of stuff. And I'm guessing this guy did all three. Um, <laughs> well, I mean, he is, he's being forced out of the company, uh, over a, what is claimed to be a consensual, uh, relationship with an employee. Well, you can't so, be sleeping with an employee. Uh-uh. You got to keep your McHands to your McSelf. Um, but the, it, he's getting an eight figure payout. Which is crazy. It's one of those things. It's just like if we get fired from a job, we don't get we lose money. Not and if when we get fired from a job, I've never we been fired. lose money. I've never been fired from a job. I've been fired from one job. What job? I was an usher at a dollar movie theater in high school, and I would make up movie titles. I'd do like little bits. I'd be like, uh, "Welcome to Triple X," and I just like crotch chop, <laughs> and then like Triple X crotch chop. Would you like to buy two tickets? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Banana hack the movie. One time I, he's like, "Joel, you change the light bulbs," and I was like, "These light bulbs," and they all flew out of my hand. They all broke. They were very expensive oh. light bulbs. It cost the theater a bunch of money, and oh. at the end of the day, they're like, "Hey, you're done here." Yeah, they don't like slapstick. No, Mr. They, Bean, come they, on. They never showed a Chaplin movie here. Um, well, so he they said he violated company policy and demonstrated poor judgment by engaging in an affair with a staffer. Um, but he's going to walk away with seven hundred thousand dollars in severance. That's uh, which comes out to be almost six months' pay. Okay, but what a he, dream. But I think McDonald's CEOs like when you're the CEO of a big company like that, you're required to have a massive position in the company. I think he had like seven hundred thousand shares of McDonald's. I, I agree. I think you're which right is about weird because I never want to share my McDonald's. That's right, exactly. Um, but it's also one of those things where it's like they justified. They're like that's they're they have justifiable cause to fire him. So I think that's how they're going to lock him out of that stock stuff. Even though it was a consensual relationship, I think they're still like even doesn't matter if it's consensual, you can't do it because they might not have disclosed it or something. I don't know. It's very interesting to me. I've been I was in a labor date. Somebody you work with? No, I did. My my ex girlfriend. We worked together. She wasn't in a power position at the job, and I wasn't in a power position over her or anything, but it was still cool. We worked together. Yeah, I've I've had a workplace romance. It's it's fun. It's fun. I had my ex-girlfriend, and I I, honestly, I think that's how I've met most of my exes, is through work. Through work? Yeah, my ex-girlfriend at the movie theater, we used to make out in the candy candy room. I was her manager then. Wait, there was was a candy room? Wait, you were her manager? (laughs) You you were sleeping with a subordinate in the candy room? (laughs) That's ridiculous. It's true, I was. We gotta call this movie theater have them retroactively fire you <laughs> you can't fire me i quit no then we could be like hold my bread hosted by two guys who were fired from movie theaters <laughs> no i was like uh yeah i was like the concession stand manager um we used to kiss all over that place <laughs> um yeah so 
Uh, I'm but, just letting you sit in that one. No, you're really committed to the act. No, I can tell the coffee's hitting you. You were a little lethargic at the front of the show, but you're you're out your yeah. usual self because yeah. you're kind of annoying. Yeah. <laughs> you just hate to have fun. That's all. I do hate to have fun. I'm the least fun person. If I'm not on the basketball court, I just want to be on the basketball yeah. court. Yeah, and that's the bottom line. Yeah, I'm either checking my phone or holding my dog. That's my entire existence. Mm-hmm. Or I'm researching this podcast. Yeah, it's true. But that's the thing about this, this like the infinite leverage thing that is significant. Like they're lucky a group of guys from Reddit found it. Right. Like if you were like planning something against the United States, you could have used this position to like really mess with our economy. Right. Just like drain it completely. Drain it, or even just holding one major position shifts the entire market. Right. So, if you were to do that, like it's lucky it was found by these dorks who just used it to lose their life savings. Right. Do you think they're in? Tr- do you think they would be in? It'd be in as much trouble if they had been successful. Like if they'd made a bunch of money. Like, do you think it's more of the fact that they, their Robin Hood is like you owe us a bunch of money, or do you think it's like you owe us a bunch of money and you breached, you know, you whatever. Yeah, I think they're like kicked off the trading platform. But that's the crappy thing about exploiting a loophole like this. They're resp- they're liable for the losses, but if they were to win, there's no way Robin Hood would let them have that money. Right. That's what I'm curious about. If like if they had been successful, would it have been as much trouble? I don't know. Yeah, banks love freezing funds. Yeah, they love any excuse to take it away from you. You know. Let me find the. Let me. Find, I'm gonna find the comment I found uh, about him. Him saying like goodbye. And okay, we're back on the McDonald's guy. What's no, no, it? no, no, no. The am the uh, the uh, the guy we were just talking about. The infinite leverage. Honestly, one of my favorite David Foster Wallace books. Infinite, yeah, Infinite Leverage. Uh, what, what's yeah. the last book you read? Uh, um, I read Choke. All right. By Chuck Palahniuk. Uh, and finally got closure from In short, I'm banned from ever using Robinhood again. I've been margin called for a amount I'll keep to myself. Thankfully, it's not anything near the negative 250 thousand my balance peaked at all my positions were closed from what it seems no legal action is being taken from them um yeah what, it, what's the user um would c93 the guy oh that's the yeah. big guy let's that's see what else would c93 posts about i want to see his other reddit history yeah uh well someone you, tells you, me he's taking you, a break do you think it's detroit piston christian wood who was born oh. i think in 1993 oh that could be Okay, so he's still been posting. I want to no stocks, 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 stocks. Oh wow, yeah, you you could see him making the case. We're gonna have to go back a little bit to see what he actually is like. Um, man, man fill, fill time. Tell us about your father. Well, I'm trying to think of what happened to me the last couple of days. What's been going on? Um, my father. Um, he doesn't listen to the podcast. Doesn't know how. Um, I uh, don't think he ever will. It's fine. Yeah, and my dad, he, he's very interested, but he can't figure out what a podcast is. Does your dad, uh, your dad seems like he would just keep all of his money buried in his backyard. My dad has no money. He spent it all on buffalo skulls. He um, <laughs> bought like a poem by Allen Ginsberg. Hey, that's worth a lot of money. Yeah, someday. But like, it's like, oh, there's an estate. If I go, if after he dies, I go around to every garage sale in the country. <laughs> When Allen Ginsberg dies, it'll be worth a lot of money. Yeah, Allen Ginsberg's dead. <gasps> he is? Oh, God, what a way to find he out. He reasonably looks so well. He does live on in the spirit of poetry and uh, the ruining of San Francisco. Yes, <laughs> and every time your dad whispers one of his uh, poems into the buffalo skull. <laughs> yeah, he just he does his little, like, he has, a pra- he has like a, a Buddhist prayer pot. He makes a sound. He reads Howell. And, uh, yeah, then he burned some incense. Um, so, okay, so let's get back to McDonald's. We, yeah. So you were smooching in the movie theater, so this guy was outed from his CEO position for a yeah. consensual sexual relationship. Right. Yeah, uh, he's getting a huge severance, but he's being locked out of his stock options, uh, which is more important. I mean, he's getting a huge severance. It just seems like a slap on the wrist, cause he, and he has a no-compete oh, no clause for like three <laughs> yeah. months. Burger King's not like, oh, yeah, we got to get this horny CEO. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, we have, uh, we want to come make out with our employees, don't you? Do you? Hey, when he found out the news that he was out as the McDonald's CEO... Do you think he grimaced? Uh, I think he felt like he was being, uh, what's the, the hamburger? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, that's somehow a better pun. <laughs> 
Uh, yeah. Um, yeah, I just thought it was an interesting story. You know, I love love at uh, at all the, in all its forms, <laughs> even the top of a burger chain. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Why not? What, what's your order at McDonald's? I um I like a quarter pounder. I like a QP. Uh, I need like a QP, no pick, and a motherfucking coke. So he was fired last week when he was outed. The stock was selling at two hundred nine dollars. Now it's down to a hundred ninety five dollars. I'll be goddamned. See, here's here's the shitty thing about yeah. Here us. it is. No, it's about back to the beyond thing. It's mm-hmm. like I'm oh, looking Beyond at, has I'm dropped lo- a lot. Beyond's dropped a lot, but I'm looking at the McDonald's stock history. Uh-huh. And in 1985, you could have bought McDonald's stock for $3. Oh. There was a 6-year period where McDonald's sold for between $1 and $3. Compare that to 2019, literally a vaunted burger like product is hitting the market. And the hype from Twitter, Reddit, all these people trying to make money, all these people kind of believing in the future of uh-huh, green meat, uh-huh. which was probably like a similar investment to like fast food in right. the late 70s. And there was still the, the window to get on McDonald's was six years. Right. That's a huge, that's a huge, the wind that, that doesn't exist anymore. Really. Yeah. The window for Beyond Burger was being a fucking celebrity. Right. By the time it hit, it was double the, the supposed value, probably three times actually, because like I know I read that Kyrie Irving bought his shares for sixteen dollars. Yeah. Oh, do you know how many he bought? I wonder. I'm care. I wonder how many. Uh, Eleven thousand. Mm. I don't know. Too many. Enough yeah. to like ruin the ruin the opportunity for the real the working man. Yeah, investors. the people that need it. I invest with money I get from driving trucks and lifting heavy stuff. Yeah, he he gets he does a lot of heavy lifting. You know what I mean? <laughs> okay, right. Not on the Nets. They are trash this year. Yeah, they bad. Uh, Pacers beat them too, but you know that's no big deal. Uh, um, do you uh, want to talk? Do you have anything else you'd like to move on to? Or I have a story about the Uber CEO that's started a new company. And so, but well, the the thing I so back to SoftBank. We yeah. don't like Slack. No, and Uber. We work. All these tech IPOs are just dragging ass. They have one common. They have two things in common. They are used by people, everyday people, constantly. They're losing money, mm-hmm. but they're all have a heavy investment from the Japanese conglomerate SoftBank. Yeah. So everything. It's always like, oh, Uber's dragging down the tech IPO market, but also like. If you're funded by SoftBank, even if they if they mess with you, that has a stink on it. SoftBank's becoming like the laughing stock of the financial world. Like they were invested in Uber in, in WeWork, they bailed out WeWork, and in the past quarter it was announced that WeWork lost 1.2 billion dollars. I mean, they cuz I feel like SoftBank has had such a they've had a solid track record for a long time. And they went from having a solid track record to having one of the biggest fuck-ups in, like, recent history. Uh, I mean, what is it, $100 billion in losses or something insane? Like, $100 million, uh, something huge. It's crazy to me that how big of a how big of a mess-up that was. And they're, they're just, you know, they have to just continue on. Yeah, from heavily investing in Uber and WeWork, and, uh, WeWork SoftBank lost $6.5 billion. And that's just in capital pay they put up. That's not even including the $2 billion they had to give to Adam Newman. It's not It's not this $1.2 billion loss in the most recent quarter, of which they're on the hook for most of it. So they could have cut cords, but by choosing to bail out uh, WeWork, they doubled their losses. So not only are they losing $6.5 billion, they are losing probably close to $10, 12000000000 billion. Right. So, yeah, I guess driving a buck truck doesn't seem that bad. Right. Well, you know, and they're they're one of the biggest, uh, you know, companies in... It's a Japanese company, I believe. Absolutely. And, you know, I, I it just seems like a pretty liberal, wasteful use of your money. And, like, I would expect more conservative from a bank. Right. They should be stingy. That's what they're, that's why they exist. Yeah. Also, it's like, you don't, you know, they make their money. I don't know. It's just, it's wild to see uh, how all that shook out from WeWork to Uber to all that affecting one company. You know, when you put all your eggs in one basket, that ain't good. 
te- all the tech basket, te- tech basket eggs. SoftBank has its own um, stock ticker. I didn't realize that. You can invest in just SoftBank itself. Ooh, how much is SoftBank trade for right now? Uh, I'm gonna guess. I'm gonna say forty forty five dollars. Nineteen dollars a share. Oof. And over the past year, it was at. You know what? It's not even that affected. A year ago at this time, it was selling for twenty dollars and fifty cents. Wow, so it's a twenty cent difference, or no, not even. It's a seventy cent difference, and there they've become an international punchline. They were on the cover of the magazine that was in the office of my real estate company. That's how how much people are laughing at them. But numbers don't lie, I guess. Yeah, you can lose. Um. Yeah, it's first quarterly loss in 14 years. That was the first quarterly loss in 14 years. So this their CEO, and they're not gonna, are they going to get rid of their CEO? Are they? They're going to they're keep him. You well, can, it depends on what his sex life is. That's what I mean. If he's smooching in the candy room, I want him out of there. That's worse than anything Adam Newman did. Exactly. Adam Newman might be giving tequila and bring out Run DMC to bring, sing Tricky to Fired Workers, but... I have it on good authority. I have a source deep within the Newman circle. He has never, in fact, smooched in the candy room. It's true. He's not known for it. He that, won't. He has respect for candy and women. No, that's not true. He doesn't respect women. But he does respect candy. All right. What else you got for me, Becky? Um, well, so I wanted to bring this up. I sent you this. We talked a little bit about this. I have my idea for my company. Do you remember this? Yeah, the bad one. The, the one about uh, putting pies on windowsills <laughs> and hiring hobos to put their thumbs in them. <laughs> no. The one where Richie's going to make a pie because he's good at it, and then he's going to sell it from his apartment. It's kind of like WeWork, but for kitchens. The CEO, uh, ex-CEO for Uber, went to Saudi Arabia, got a bunch of money, going to start a company there. He's based out of Mumbai now. Um, you can. It's easy to get money in Saudi Arabia. All you need is a business idea and no ethics. Exactly, and to not be a woman. You can't be a woman. Yeah. You know, Uber, they came on and said this week, Saudi Arabia, they kill journalists, they make mistakes just as us. Exactly, they did say that. It's like Uber did that in reference to the the self-driving car that hit a pedestrian. Yeah. But I think it's okay. I just found out that pedestrian was a journalist. (laughs) (laughs) Um, She has an anti-Kasogi tweet, so there. Yeah. Um, I'm going to blame that obvious uh, mispronunciation on my Michigan accent. Yeah, yeah. Also, yeah, you I, also you hate him. You hate I sound man. like I'm from Michigan, being that I sound uneducated. <laughs> <laughs> um, they're talking to restaurant chains that have like a majority of their like food in-house. And they're talking to the actual chains like, yo, Applebee's. Yeah, I see what you're doing over there. You I keep, like. Yeah, I like what you're doing. I like the way you work it. No diggity. Uh, I want to bag it up and deliver it. You know Once what I, mean? I went to Chili's, I got a chicken finger with a beak on it. <laughs> <laughs> um, is that true? Yeah, 100%. I believe that. Did you eat it? Yeah. This fucking, this chicken finger took a bite out of me. <laughs> um, well, they're going to, they're going to, like, it's honestly, this company sounds like WeWork, but for... Uh, for kitchen. So what they do is um, they're going to have kitchens. They're going to have West Elm put some bullshit in your kitchen uh-huh. and charge you $40 an hour to be there. They're going to pay you. You basically come in and use a ghost kitchen to cook your food and sell it through your kitchen. Just like I said, I would, it was like my idea. This is a, he's going to make a bunch of money doing it. Probably not, but. No, probably not. <laughs> but, uh, you know, it's nice to see somebody follow through with something I kind of had an idea for. It has been valued at $5 billion and it has raised $400 million in funding from Sovereign Wealth Fund from has Saudi Arabia. Has anyone used it? Mm, no, not yet. Does it have a customer? Mm, I don't know. Does it seem like something people would use? It's, here's the thing, though. It's backed by Saudi Arabia. It's kind of like being backed by China. China's are, you, gonna, are you allowed to cook pork in the in the kitchens? Mm, no, you can't <laughs> cook pork. You can't cook a, an image of Muhammad. You can't. Uh, <laughs> you can't. You can cook a woman. You can cook You know, her. let's be divisive. Let's um, use those kitchens to teach women how to drive. Well, operations will each city will have sales, operation, business, intelligence, policy. They're going to build it out. It's going to have its own infrastructure. Um, I just think it's interesting. Some restaurants appear to be that they could sign up with like Cloud Kitchen and you can use it for a while and then eventually if you get your own, you move out. It's uh, It seems like a thing. So it's to like help a restaurant get off the ground? Exactly. A little bit, yeah. Yeah, so this is just like we, like they're just co- co-opting like the practice of pop-up restaurants. They're trying to make that into a corporate model. Exactly. Yeah. I don't know if it's necessarily a bad idea. 
Yeah, so we'll, we'll see how it goes. Um, yeah. I don't see the market for it. Like, there is a need for more communal eating. Like, I think we're all kind of in a little bit of a tech bubble where we spend too much time alone in isolation. I think it's true, and it just it's just getting easier to do that. So maybe there is something to that, but I, I can't see myself ever using this uh, uh, product. Yeah, I can't either. Hey, um, do you want to go to some weird luxury building in Midtown and uh, have some hamburger helper? <laughs> I'm gonna bring. I paid a lot of money to cook this hamburger helper in this nice kitchen. What's the let's let's book those kitchens and make crystal meth there. <laughs> um, these are crystal meth themed brownies. The theme is there's meth in them. <laughs> well, is there a meal that isn't illegal that you could cook that they would kick you off? Or like, what if like when they launch? You could honestly sabotage their business if you were a competitor. Just book those kitchens every day and boil herring. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, ha- boiled herring and sauerkraut stew every day, start to finish. Yeah, feed it right. to German orphans. It'll be great. Yeah. Pour the water on the floor. Do whatever you want. Get loose. Pour the water on the floor. <laughs> fish soup water or fish soup floors. Um, we got to talk about Disney Plus. Man, if I I there I know their stocks up like thirteen dollars, yeah, but everybody's getting it. I think I'm gonna get it. Disney Plus. Yeah, because I saw a thing that's for twelve dollars. This is not an ad for Disney Plus, but for like twelve dollars, you get ESPN Plus, you get Hulu, and you get Disney Plus for like twelve bucks. I have Hulu already. Am I? Do I have it? Yeah. Uh, no. You know, I just have too many services. It's exhausting to have this many. I don't have, I mean, I only have, I, uh, yeah, I don't have really any. Well, I pay for none. So uh-huh. I got, I got my mom's Netflix. Uh-huh. I know I go with my dad's Netflix. I don't in, have Netflix. In my act, but I, I don't have it anymore. Yeah. I use Rick Garcia's HBO account, but it only works on my PlayStation 4. I don't even think he has HBO, but I think there's an air in the PS4 that allows me to watch The Deuce. That's nice. Which is important because I'm the only person who watches The yeah, Deuce. Yeah, James Franco appreciates that. Yo, that show's awesome. It's some of the best production design Wait, you've isn't ever it, seen. Wait, isn't it like a Scorsese thing? Uh, basically, is it set in like 70s Times Square. Nice. But you know, it's a great show. It's really heart-wrenching, really funny, and like it's some of the best performances you'll ever see. And they always win Emmys for, and awards for like the wardrobe. Oh, they do? I think so. I feel like that's the show that I've seen like win a bunch of wardrobe stuff because they're dressed in the 70s and, and it's all, you know, they do it to the nines. My my cousin is uh is in she works in wardrobes mm-hmm. and she gave me some stuff um that she stole from a set of her film. Ooh. And for whatever reason I thought it was from uh, Will Smith and Blink. Uh, uh-huh. And it turns out it's from like Joey from New Kids on the Block. <laughs> <laughs> Joey Fatone? No. No, Joey McIntyre. I was kidding. New Kids on the Block, you said it. Yeah, so that like that that's a big dip in quality like it is still like a pop star from that era so not a total loss yeah it's still it's still you know a joey do you have anything else you want to talk about today i don't think so i had fun today sorry i thought i was being annoying no i'm, I'm just talking shit we're filling time uh do you have, i have a stock pick um yeah hit it with it plug power baby what's this plug power it used to be like Kind of something people made fun of a lot. Between Mm -hmm. 2000 and 2019, they lost 99.9% of their market value. But they make hydrogen batteries. And I think there's money to be made in looking to American automakers turning green. I I agree also, yeah. So I like Ford because they're building the energy network. And you can actually get in them because they just, they make these hydrogen batteries that are doing fairly well in testing. They do fuel cells. And they just partnered with Chrysler. So it's not bad. That's not bad. That's a good pick. There are rumors that they are um, involved in some insider trading, but... I mean, who among us? No, just kidding. But honestly, isn't insider trading like sometimes signs of like a strong company? <laughs> like, oh, they're really getting it in. And it's like, oh, maybe it's a good idea. It's not like an Uber or or like a, a Beyond thing where people are selling off their stock. It's like, I, I hear some good things about it. I don't think we're going to do it. but. Richie. I was thinking about, I was looking at like, you've seen all the drama with Boeing lately. 
Uh, Sully hit those geese. <laughs> yeah, that happened recently. Uh, he hit some more, actually. He hit him with his car. Um, <laughs> <laughs> That'd be so funny, like him just running over, just him like being sad and trying to run over birds. That's his YouTube I did trip. it again. <laughs> yeah, so he's trying to get famous again. Or he's just it's 15 minutes of fame. Um, no, I think because there, there's all that trouble with the Supermax planes. And like the Boeing is just like dropping. Their stock is like three fifty. Yeah, that's the or something. problem with those Supermax planes. Yeah, the stock is dropping. They're not safe. But I think people. I mean, they're gonna. They're not gonna go away. Boeing's not gonna go anywhere. No, the city of Seattle is built around Boeing. So yeah. they're fine. So it's like I think maybe. I mean, Boeing might be a stock to watch. It's too expensive. Too too rich for my blood. Yeah. But over three hundred and sixty dollars. Yeah. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I think it would. I think it's just interesting to watch what they do because I think in the next couple of years they might rebound and. Um, yeah, after to, hitting the ground. Yeah, yeah, they might you know bounce and all that. So, um, so we, you if, if you had money, you would invest in it. I think I would. Yeah, I think if I had a little bit of money, I'd buy some Boeing stock. Okay, so everyone hit us up on that Patreon. Hit us up on Venmo. Send yeah. Matt some money so he can buy some Boeing. Yeah, all I want for Christmas is one Boeing share. Well, oh man, I still have to sue you. Uh, yeah, I know. Well, oh, did you finalize things with your? Uh, you know, I your did. Man? I got the big win. I got a check for twenty four hundred dollars. Oh, that's nice. All for them flooding my apartment and ruining my tools. And I should probably be buying new tools with it. But I'm not going to. Yeah. I'm going to keep that money. I'm going to hoard it. Yeah. Put it away. Put it in the sock. Yeah, hey, you know what? I'm comfortable now. If I'm out of work a couple months, everyone, I urge you, put a couple, put whatever you can away into some like mutual funds every month. It, it's the best way you change your life. Having, having no anxiety about money is fantastic. Yeah. It's true. It's how people live longer. I learned this this week. So where I'm like prepping. I want to do like. A, c- a couple deep dives into white collar crimes. So I'm reading a book on Enron, uh-huh. smartest guys in the room. Uh-huh. I'm gonna make you watch the movie. I will, and I'm gonna watch. Yeah. <laughs> and um, do you know Houston? It's considered either the first or second best strip club town in, in America. I didn't know that. You did? I didn't know that. Yeah, no. Houston, Atlanta. Oh, I did know Atlanta. Atlanta's like a huge deal. No, Houston's like huge. Like the rapper Mike Jones, he got to start making music for Houston area strippers. So did I. It's crazy. <laughs> I mean, it's like the connection. You can cross over from Houston strip clubs to mainstream entertainment. I exactly. think that's really exactly. cool. Just give them something to shake their butts to, and then, then you know, you could sell it to anybody. Yeah, I've had one good experience at a strip club. Four weird experiences at strip clubs. I like a. I'll go to. I like a strip. I don't club. like it. My and like my girlfriend wants to go. My girlfriend like. Her idea of fun, she acts like she's on a bachelor party all the time. She just likes <laughs> poker and strip clubs. <laughs> and cigars. It's like, gosh, will you just turn 30 already? <laughs> <laughs> she's a big, she's always got one of those penis tiaras on. She wears it, uh, she wears it around town. He's <laughs> like, is it your birthday? She's like, no, I just always wear this. Why are you wearing a sash? <laughs> it's a Tuesday. <laughs> <laughs> she's always got her own metal straw, but it's a dick straw. <laughs> those dick straws are bad for turtles, you know. They're choking on the dick straws. <laughs> that, that, would, that would be so funny. Like, bachelorette parts, like, you can't use plastic straws. Yeah, exactly. Well, some listener, will you please Photoshop a uh, just a turtle with a dick straw in his nose? Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah that would be great. Please but do the that. Re- the reason Houston is the number two strip club town city in the country is that for all the, that's where the oil industry is based in this country. Yeah. And, and you know strippers love to oil up. Yeah, that's why. <laughs> up until the mid-90s, for if you worked in an oil company, you were allowed to expense strip club visits. Why? It was entertaining clients. It was going out, showing them a good time so you can forge a business relationship. Isn't that funny how it was like, I got clients. So I got to go find something for this to do. And they're like, oh, take them to a strip club. <laughs> that's the big thing about Enron. Like, they were like... They they expense thousands of dollars like weekly on these strip club visits, and they had this best trader. I think his name was Dan Pai, P A I, not like your stupid business model, but uh, <laughs> but he, he they told him like Dan, you can't uh, expense strip clubs anymore. He just kept doing it, and they're like, okay, he makes money, it's fine. Yeah, well, it's like the Xavier. I still think about that. What Xavier told us about that guy made like ten million dollars, and then was like, I'm getting a new suit, and they were like, you're fired. 
Yeah, I mean, Wild. you got to play by the rules unless yeah. you're on a Revel scooter. Yeah, then in which case, everyone. make your own. Run a red light. Don't wear a helmet. You only live once, mm-hmm. and it's only for 15 minutes. That's right, 15 minutes at a time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, well, I think that's about it. We want to. Ra- what should we? Anything you want to like to say before we wrap up? You know, I would just like to apologize for my conduct on this episode. I think it was good. I think we had a good time. A couple good laughs. Yeah, a couple good laughs. A lot of fun, and mm-hmm. you know, we're learning every week. Like I'm. I feel like we're gaining a skill slowly. We're gaining skills. We're gaining listeners. I keep getting uh, messages from people, and um, we, I keep talking to people. Uh, out and, uh, I run into there like we listen to this episode, we listen to that episode, so that feels good. Yeah, and I had, I had a lot of fun on some other podcasts, like talking. Like I went on the Grubstakers pod. They're an awesome pod. They do an, an expose of a billionaire every week. Oh, that's a good idea. Like you go into their history. So I like that. I went on with them. I talked about um, Washington football team owner Dan Snyder. Oh, okay. So he like he he worked at Six Flags. He was big into merchandising. Right. He sold a twelve hundred dollar mattress at Six Flags. What? Who needs a mattress at Six Flags? And his management of the Washington football team is so bad. It's the the entire regions. They've gone from like one of the biggest franchises in sports to just no one cares about them. Well, also it's like the whole name thing. I think people hate them for that reason, and that doesn't help. People hate all. them. They're not successful. They treat their players poorly. Yeah. But I'm going down to a Lions Washington game on November 28th. I'm going to watch our backup quarterback play the Redskins, and but because people hate them so much. I can get tickets behind the Lions bench for like $11. That's amazing. Because they don't want to sit there because they're stupid. Yeah, I'm just going to go behind the Lions bench and bring a sign that says, Fire the Rapist. Yeah. Which, and then they're going to make sure you tell them which one, because there's probably a lot of them out there. Hey, hey, hey. I just hate that the coach <laughs> of the Detroit Lions is the only rapist in this country who gets to keep his job. Yeah. <laughs> He's not even good at his job. <laughs> Um, all right. Well, I'm going to be in uh, Pennsylvania tomorrow when this episode comes out. So today, Thursday, um, I'm going to be in Allentown, Pennsylvania at uh, the Sleepy Cat Winery doing a show. So if you're in Pennsylvania, come see the show. And then um, Friday, I'll be in Banger. I can't remember where, but I'll be in Banger, Pennsylvania. Um, oh, Banger, Maine? No, not Banger, Maine. Banger, Banger Maine <laughs> just got busted for shipping out their hobos to warm climates. The hobos loved it, too, I bet. Yeah, they just put on their Hawaiian shirts. <laughs> <laughs> Here's your Hawaiian shirt. Here's your coconut and your lei. Vacation, all I really wanted. Vacation, have some fun now. Vacation meant to be spent alone. <laughs> um, yeah, here's your coconuts. Girls, they want to have fun. <laughs> All right, well, um, thanks for listening. Email us at holdmybread at gmail.com. Follow us, holdmybread. Um, yeah, thanks for listening. We love you. Bye. Diamonds are forever.